save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Hey everyone, if you enjoy Paralyzed and would like to help us out, you can go to patreon.com slash 7lamb, that's the number 7, L-A-M-B, and you can donate as little as a dollar a month, and it goes to helping us create podcasts such as Paralyzed. Uh, We do a lot of audio dramas here at 7lamb, so any amount that you can help donate uh, will go right into creating these podcasts. Season 2 is wrapping up now, we have one more Erica's tapes we're going to be releasing, and then season three we'll start releasing, hopefully in about another two months or so we'll uh, premiere that. Uh, Right now we have some scripts written, some voices recorded, but uh, the editing process takes a long time. So I just wanted to plug our Patreon page. Uh, You can donate, like I said, a a dollar a month, and it goes to helping us with software and sound effects and music because this stuff does get a little pricey over time. Anyway, thanks for listening. I want to thank all the fans. Uh, A lot of people have been reaching out, telling us that they love this show, and we appreciate that a lot because a lot of hard work goes into creating especially paralyzed um anyway this is the season two finale i hope you enjoy it and stay tuned for season three hopefully releasing in two months seven lamb presents paralyzed chapter 10 Pain for Peace, Part 4. Well, now what? We were all in the living room again. Charlie and Julia were unable to find the tractor key, or any key for that matter. We should change our bandages. Roland held her side. The bandages were a dark red. I'm okay. I'm lucky that he didn't hit anything vital. You know what I don't get? Why didn't that fucker just come and get us? Steve? No, trust. Roland shot him and he didn't go down. He obviously can't be hurt, so why didn't he just barge in here and chop us to bits? Is that an invitation? It's an observation. Maybe he can be hurt. You shot him several times. You even shot him in the head, and from what I can deduce from basic biology, the head is normally a weak spot. Maybe it's not me he can be hurt by. Then who? Roland looked me over. Him? Not him either. She meant the shadow man. 
Did you try again? It's not working. What the hell are you guys talking about? I had tried summoning the Shadow Man, but he didn't appear. Last time, all I had to do was mumble help. But when I tried the same tactic now, nothing happened. Keep trying. I'm sorry, but can someone explain? No need. Sun will be up soon. Sun? What sun? This storm hasn't passed. Nothing but gray sky for straight two days. None of this makes sense. You're just realizing that now? Storm should have passed by now. You're a cop and a weatherman. Sorry, weather woman. I thought... I thought it may be tied to the trust murders. The storm? It lasted about a day. But this here... The storm shows no signs of passing. What does that mean? I don't know. I think the answers we came for aren't here, Roland. That's why we need to leave. Find our way out. I'm trying. Two hours later, and it was brighter outside, but not much. The clock on the wall read nine in the morning. I walked into the dining room to find Roland sitting on the floor. All the books, papers, and files were in the corner of the room in a pile. In front of Roland, a glass of clear liquid. I wanted to believe it was water, but I knew it wasn't. She lifted a bottle of vodka and poured more into her glass. Want some? I thought we were planning an escape. I am. Are you? Because it looks like you're trying to drink yourself into a coma. I'm not as fucked up as you think. I can handle a lot. I know. David, I want to apologize. For what? I've been sitting in here reading through the files, the paperwork you printed out, and besides my previously mentioned similarities, I can't find any explanation for what this is. And you need to apologize for that? I promised you I'd figure this out, but I can't wrap my head around it. I feel like I've wasted so much time, which doesn't help when we're in a situation like this. I know there are answers. I just can't find them, and I can't focus. I'm sure the alcohol and mystery pills didn't help. What did Kent say to you out there, Roland? She stared at me for a long time, took a sip of vodka, and then set the glass down. I could drink straight from the bottle, but I thought a glass may slow me down. What did he say? He... He... He had my daughter. Your daughter? Rose. That was her name. That wasn't your daughter. It sounded like her. Sounded like her? I I thought you lost her. (laughs) I did lose her. But not in the way I told you. 
What are you talking about? I didn't lose her a month after finding out I was pregnant. I... I lost her a month after she was born. What? I told you, I was in a dark place, David. Even after she was born. What happened, Roland? It was my fault. It was my fault. I should have checked on her. Instead, I passed out. Why? Roland motioned to her glass. I was busy drinking my pain away. Darren had called earlier in the week, wanting to fix things. He told me he was still in love with me. That he made a mistake. I didn't tell him about Rose. I wanted to give him another chance, but I couldn't. So instead we fought, and I drowned my sorrow in 80 proof. Roland. When I woke up 12 hours later, she wasn't moving. I sat next to Roland and put my arm around her. You need sleep. I pulled the drink away from her. You should take Julia and Charlie and lead them out of here. What about you? I can't run. This shit is painful. No, I'm not leaving you, Roland. David, I don't have anyone. At least here, I can be with Kent. That wasn't Kent. You know that. She pulled her pills from her pocket. No. For the pain. Sleep, Roland. Just sleep. Just give me one. No. Just one. No, Roland. David. Roland. She stopped and wiped tears from her eyes. I looked over to see Julia standing in the hall. Is she okay? I'm sorry, we're going to let her take a cat nap? I thought the plan was to run and fight our way out. She's been shot, Charlie. She can't run. So we're just going to wait? For how long? Weren't you the one who mocked the whole fight our way out idea earlier? But the tractor... We don't know if the key is in the barn. I remembered our attempts at hotwiring Brian's car at the campsite. Is it possible to hotwire a tractor? <sighs> I wouldn't know where to begin. I doubt it was the same as a car. We should at least look for the key. And get caught out there? Okay, well, is it possible to wait this shit out, or are they going to just keep trying to get us in here? It's worse than before. What does that mean? It means what's happening here is worse than the campground. The creatures, they aren't shy about coming in. The fact that trust was at our door? I think we need to leave today. It was a mistake coming here. We couldn't stay at the diner. But this wasn't any safer. Where is safe, exactly? Out of this town. With every road flooded, the rain isn't going to stop. Doesn't matter. Then we swim out of here. It beats being trapped. Maybe Roland was right. Maybe the Shadow Man was pointing a different way. Not towards the diner. Not towards the farmhouse. 
pointing somewhere else. I rub my wrists. Are you okay, David? Steve may have had a point. About what? Maybe if I were to... No, David. It may all go away. But we don't know that. I brought this to you. I'm going to keep my opinions to myself on this matter. Good. Do that. Julia got up and made her way over to me. Don't give up. Not yet. You made it out before. Remember that. This is my nightmare. It's all of ours now. I was going to try to keep my mouth shut, but if David wants to kill himself... For fuck's sake, Charlie, shut up. Jesus, look at the fucking mouth on you. Julia rested her hand on mine. You and I go for the tractor. What? We go out there, get the tractor, bring it back here, get Roland and Charlie, and then leave. The roads will still be flooded. If the tractor stalls, we swim. But a vehicle is better than nothing. Whatever we have to do to get out of this town, we can't wait here anymore. You're right about that. It's just as unsafe as the fucking diner. That's twice. What? That's twice you've dropped the (laughs) F-bomb. I've had enough of this. We all have. While I liked the idea, it still scared me of what was to come. The shadow man had turned us away last time. Maybe he wasn't pointing to the diner, but he was definitely pointing back, and not to this goddamn farmhouse. We couldn't stay, but what if he turned me back again? What was he pointing to? Maybe there was an easier route. Regardless, we had to get out. Okay, and what if there isn't a key? Are you shitting on this idea now? No, I want to go to the tractor, but if there isn't a key, you fuckers better not leave me here with the injured alcoholic drug addict. Watch it. I'm just saying, you better not leave us here. We wouldn't do that. Fine. Take my gun. Roland came out from the hallway. She was hunched over, holding her side. She was very pale. Roland, you should be resting. There's no time. Wait a second can't give them both guns. We need some protection. We'll be okay. You keep it, Roland. Yeah. You're gonna need all the help you can get. My dad took me shooting once. I'm a lousy shot. Here, take the bat. Charlie handed Julia the bloodied bat. You know how to use a bat, right? Yes, thank you. She still had the knife on her as well. The handle sticking out from her waistband. If you can't find the key... Get back here. We will. We're not staying out there any longer than we have to. Rain's picked up. (sighs) Of course it has. Lightning cracked the sky. I shivered. Julia and I both held flashlights. We turned them on. Even though it was morning, it was pretty dark out. There was no way of knowing if this would work. 
I headed for the front door. Charlie and I moved the bookshelf back. That's when a searing pain hit me. My head throbbed. Oh, God. I stumbled and leaned against the wall. David, you okay? No, ah, uh, damn. What's wrong? My head. Headache? It's throbbing. It's as bad as it was. At the cabin? I remembered the searing pain when Jen, Ethan, and I decided to make a run for it. Did that mean... Did that mean this may work? I escaped once. Could I do it again? Are you sure you're okay? Yeah. Yeah, let's go. I grabbed the doorknob and stopped. A moth landed on my hand. I slowly turned the knob. Hey. Julia and I turned to Charlie. I'm sorry about before. I'm sorry about the jokes. Be safe, all right? Neither of us said anything. We just nodded and headed outside. The moth was gone from my hand. We stepped outside, onto the porch. The dead creatures that we had tossed outside were gone. The porch empty. We moved slowly through the wheat field. The water was over our ankles as we sloshed through. It's hard to see anything. How is it so dark? I don't know. This is going to work, right? If it doesn't, we'll find another way out. Ahead of us, I saw the shadow man. He pointed to the barn. Now he shows up. I know that's where we're going. What? Uh, nothing. Are you sure you're okay, David? Yes, uh, just keep moving. Oh no. That was far away. We're alright. I said that not only to calm Julia, but to also calm myself. You said you hotwired a car to escape the cabin, right? Yeah. Could we maybe hotwire the tractor to get out? I don't think it's the same. But we could try. I'll try anything at this point. We continued our way to the barn. The rain was so loud now that we wouldn't be able to hear if a creature approached, unless it shrieked first. Julia and I continued to use the flashlights to both guide us and check our surroundings. When we reached the barn, a wave of relief washed over me, although I knew this was far from over. We ran past the large silo and ducked under some burnt wood panels. We entered the barn through the large open side that was created by the fire. 
Okay. Let's find this key. The pain was excruciating. I felt lightheaded. I tried to stay awake, even though my vision would become blurry at times. Hey, are you okay? I'm fine. You don't look so good. Thanks for the update. Don't tell me you have the same thing the kid has. No. You want some more to drink? I looked over to the bottle sitting next to me. It was empty. Did I really down the rest of it already? You know, I never met someone who could drink that much and still remain functional. I've had practice. Built up an immunity, huh? No. I'm not immune. You drink like a fish. Do fish drink? Charlie didn't answer. He walked into the other room, out of sight. I touched my side. It had stopped bleeding, for the moment. I was lucky the bullet went through, and I was lucky it went through my side. Thank God for love handles. Here we go. Charlie walked back into the room, holding a bottle of wine. Red okay? I'm not much of a wine drinker. You like the hard stuff, right? Fucking A. I can make do. Now to find the corkscrew. Charlie went into the kitchen. My vision blurred a few seconds, making me dizzy. I did not feel good. A figure moved behind the far window. A stack of chairs blocked the torn curtain, but I could still see movement. I slowly got up, holding my side the whole time. I made my way over to the window. There we go. I'm sorry. For what? I didn't believe you, but you were right. right. There are monsters out here. I've seen them. You have to help me. Open the door. Let me in. I can't do that. Why? Don't let us die out here. I could see half of Ken's face through the cracked pane. Please, Lord, open the door. I just shook my head. Ken's eye darted back and forth. What about your daughter? My daughter is dead. No, she's not. She's right here. Kent held up a small child, but not just any small child. It was... It was Rose. I couldn't forget her face. Don't let us die out here. Rose. Don't let us die. Hey, I got us some glasses too so we could be sophisticated drunks. Uh, what are you doing? I looked back at Charlie, then to Rose, then back to Charlie, then Kent. Kent smirked awkwardly. I reached into my pocket, pulled out my pills, 
open the top and dump the rest into my mouth. Hey, hey, what are you doing? That's too many. Good idea, Roman. Take, take them all. I'm not seeing the key. We had searched most of the barn, but no keys were found. I went over to the large green tractor and climbed up. What are you doing? Looking. Maybe we should give up. What was that? I climbed down from the tractor and walked over to the burnt wall. I peered out into darkness. That was Steve. He's still alive? That may help us. How? It's keeping the creatures distracted. Is that why they haven't attacked? Who knows, but let's keep looking for- Oh, God! What's wrong? My head continued to throb. The shooting pain traveled down my spine. It was worse than any pain I had experienced. David? David? I closed my eyes, waiting for the pain to pass. David, are you okay? When I turned around, I didn't see Julia. I didn't see the inside of the barn. Instead, instead it was a campsite. But not just any campsite. Bikes lay in tall grass, the tent in front of me torn. I walked towards it. This was familiar. The, the bikers, the guys traveling across the country, the ones we had met at Terra Lake. This was their campsite. I saw the axe. What was going on? David? I spun around to see the cabin. No one was inside, but the door and windows were blocked with furniture. I headed down the hallway towards the back room. In the corner stood the shadow man. He glided over to me. Thank you.
What was that? The shadow man had disappeared. I wasn't in the cabin anymore. Instead, I was on a, a ship, some, some cruise ship. A thick fog shrouded the area, lowering visibility to only a few feet in front of me. But I could see the railing. I could see a life jacket on the floor. I walked over to the edge, expecting to see water, but no, just more fog. Where was I? David! David! David. Jen? The fog had vanished. Now I sit in someone's living room. The room didn't look familiar. Jen, where are you? David, don't go. Don't go. I walked through the house. The number 13 was written all over the walls. I turned the corner to see Jen. She waved to me, then headed down a set of stairs. I followed her. I was now in a dark basement. I saw a dangling light string. I pulled it. The light flickered, showing stacks of boxes and other random junk. Jen moved into the shadows. David. I followed her around a dusty shelf. She pointed to the wall. What? What is it? The light flickered, and Jen had gone. Jen? Too late? David. Jen! Jen, where are you? I heard movement behind me. I pulled my gun. I spun around. A creature. No! Julia fell to the ground. I was back in the barn. I, I had almost shot her. I'm sorry. She crawled back. <laughs> no, uh, I'm sorry. What happened? Uh, I don't know. I looked around. The rain continued to pour. I lowered my gun. I... I didn't mean to. Julia was extremely frightened. Why wouldn't she be? I almost shot her. I put the gun in my waistband and leaned against the tractor. I... I thought you were a creature. You're scaring me. I'm scaring myself. Let's go back. She nodded and went to get up, but stopped herself. She rolled onto her side and reached under the tractor. She pulled out a small rectangular box. She opened it. Oh my god. David. Look!
What the hell is wrong with you? Jesus, they go out looking for the tracker and leave me here with the nut. He's out there. Who? I sat up and wiped my mouth. My vision continued to be blurry. Charlie held my head steady and looked into my eyes. No wine. Uh, water. Yes, water. He rushed out of the room. He had to jam his fingers in my mouth to make me spit up the pills. What was I doing? That wasn't Kent. That wasn't Rose. Why was this happening to me? Here. I drank a bottle of water. Fuck, what are these? Charlie held up the empty pill bottle, looking for a label. Painkillers. I knocked the pill bottle out of his hands and chugged the rest of the water. The room was spinning. I closed my eyes. Hey, hear that? What? Charlie got up and ran to the window. He ripped the curtain back. Holy shit, it's them! It's them! They got it working! Charlie pushed the bookshelf away from the door. It burst open and David and Julia ran in. We got it! It's time to go. She needs help, man. What did you do? I didn't do shit. What's wrong with her? Nothing. Just help me up. David ran over to me. He grabbed my arm and put it over his shoulder. Come on, we have to hurry before those things get here. Come on, Roland. Time to make our way back. No, not back. What? We need to head south on the gravel roads, then east through town. Wait, we're not heading back on the bird trail? No, Deerfold River will have flooded that entire area by now. We wouldn't be able to make it through that fucking mess even with the tractor. We just need the tractor to take us far enough away from here. I'm telling you, south. Fine, you drive. I'm no good with that thing anyway. That's fine. I'm no John Deere aficionado, but I can figure it out. David carried me towards the front door. Charlie led the way. If we can just get through... Charlie flew backwards, a large hole in his chest. David! Outside, Steve stood, bloodied and bruised, his clothes torn. He held the rifle firmly against his shoulder. Oh, shit. Down! Oh, my God! We fell to the ground. David kicked the door shut, but I was able to catch a glimpse of Steve limping towards us. What do we do? David, David, I can't shoot. My vision. Shit. David pulled his gun. Julia, help her up. Come on. Uh, Where do we go? Back door. David pushed the bookshelf in front of the door, and we rushed down the hall over to the den. We reached the back door and unblocked it. David! Open the door! Let me ease your pain! Julia unlocked the back door. She flung it open, and there, no more than ten feet away, stood Sefton Trust. He was dragging the axe behind him and heading right for us. Behind him, creatures stirred. Shut the door! We're trapped! Julia helped him push the couch in front of it. Where do we go? This way. David ran out of the room, gun held up. Julia grabbed onto me and we went back into the hall. David! David pushed the barrel of his rifle inside. He slammed against the door. David! Let me in! Let me end this! I can help you! I can help all of us! We ran through the living room and up the stairs. I reached for my gun but fumbled it. It tumbled down the staircase. Shit! Wait! We have to keep moving! 
I see you. I see you. This way. We ran down the hallway into the last room. He knows we're up here. I know. David pointed his gun at the door. David! They're coming, David! They're gonna get you! They're gonna get all of us! We have to get out of here. The window. You want to jump? Climb onto the roof. Jump into the bushes. David quickly looked outside. It's a straight shot to the tractor. David! Julia! Roland! Where are you? Go! You're coming too. I am, but get Roland out of here. I'll kill all of you if I have to. I'm not going to let these creatures get me. Steve was getting closer. We could hear him checking each room as he stalked the hallway. Go, now! Julia opened the window and peered out. I can hear them coming inside, David. I'm not going to let them get me. Julia grabbed my arm but stopped. We didn't hear any more movement in the hall. Ah! David was hit in the shoulder. Steve had fired through the door. David dropped his gun and fell to the ground. Go! But before we could move, Steve kicked in the door. Here they come, David. Here they come. Steve, stop! This is the only way to end it. Steve looked over at me and Julia. He smiled. We heard the creatures approaching. Steve turned his attention back to David. He raised the rifle, pointed it at David's head. Now it'll all be over. Before he could pull the trigger, he was attacked. Blood spurted from his mouth as he slowly fell to his knees. Behind him, Sefton Trust. The axe was lodged into the back of Steve's head. Trust yanked it out and slammed it back down. Blood spattered. This was our chance. David jumped up, holding his bloody arm. He grabbed his gun and ran over to us. Go! We all climbed out of the window as the creatures crawled into the room. I slipped and fell into bushes. Julia and David slid down behind me. We got up and ran to the tractor, which was left running. My entire body ached. We climbed onto the tractor. David put it in gear, and we took off.
The tractor didn't go fast, but it was fast enough. I could hear the creatures in the woods behind us, but I couldn't see anything. I looked over to Roland and Julia. Julia kept a lookout, but Roland was in bad shape. She was pale, breathing heavily, and around her eyes was a dark purple. She was having trouble sitting upright. It won't go any faster? No. <coughs> Do you know where you're going? I'm just following the road and hoping for the best. Charlie said south, then east through town. Suddenly, the shadow man appeared before me. He pointed ahead. I know. What? Nothing. Five minutes passed and the shadow man appeared again. He pointed forward. David, I think they're catching up. I looked back into darkness. I saw movement. I think they're behind us. I gripped my gun tightly as I steered the tractor over sticks and mud. The road dipped and winded its way into the woods. I definitely saw something. I saw a building in the distance. Hey, I think we're near town. Five more minutes and we hit a flooded street. The water looked to be roughly two feet deep. I drove the tractor through slowly, but not too slowly. said to head east. It would be less flooded. Whatever you do, don't go back to the diner. I wasn't sure what street we were on, but I continued down it. Several cars were stalled inside the road, but we saw no one. I don't know how much time passed, but the further we went, the less flooded the roads were. Oh no. The shadow man appeared again, but this time he pointed north. What? I could see the streets north were flooded. I couldn't go that way. I shook my head. That's when the tractor stalled. Shit! What happened? I looked back to where the shadow man was, but he was gone. I tried starting the tractor, but to no avail. I jumped off and ran to the front of it. I saw the shadow man again, down the intersecting street, still pointing. My head continued to throb and the pain was getting worse. I slowly walked towards him. David? David! What are you doing? What's he doing? (coughs) David! They're coming! I continued down the street, heading towards the shadow man. What? David, please! David! I heard the tractor start and turned around to see Julia just as shocked as I was. But before she could say anything else, a creature lunged. No! It knocked Julia over the side. I saw Roland grab the bat and strike the creature. Two more came from around the bend and charged. No! Help them! Help them! Help them! Help them! The shadow man dropped his long arm and disappeared. 
I ran towards Roland and Julia as they fought the creature. The other two creatures were almost on them. Suddenly, a bright flash of light, and I was thrown back. When I leaned up, I saw that the creatures were 20 feet from the tractor, writhing in pain. Julia scrambled up and helped Roland. They climbed onto the tractor. David! Go! David! Go! I turned and ran down the street. What was the shadow man pointing at? It couldn't be a way of escape since I was heading north. The roads were completely flooded. I ran as fast as I could through the water. Whatever it was, I would find out. It didn't take long for me to recognize my whereabouts. The street looked familiar for a reason. It was the street Sefton Trust once lived on. I remembered when Roland and I had driven through to talk to Salas. I ran along the sidewalk towards Sefton's house, although it wasn't Sefton's anymore. When I reached the driveway, I stopped. The house was dark, but so was every other house I passed. Where was everyone? front door had opened, but no one stood inside. I slowly made my way towards it. What the hell was I doing? Shit! I was in the dark house. My head still throbbed. I hoped Roland and Julia made it out okay. A moth landed on my hand. I shook it off and walked through the living room. Oh no. I made my way up the stairs. The shadow man stood at the end of the hall. He disappeared into the far room. I followed him. The room looked exactly like the one in the picture in Sefton's file. This was his daughter's room. I walked around it. I had no idea what I was looking for, but the shadow man had led me here for a reason. When I reached the other side of the bed, I saw a journal. It lay open. I picked it up. Scribbled inside, Daddy's sick. 
I flipped through the book, but there was nothing else. Again, a moth landed on my hand. I shook it off. The moth fluttered and left the room. I slowly followed it. I headed back downstairs. The whole time I kept my eyes fixated on the moth. It fluttered into the hallway and towards the door. It landed on the doorknob. I walked over and opened it. Inside a bunch of moths fluttered wildly. This was the basement. Fuck. Do I dare go down? I should just leave. I saw movement below. Was it Jen? I saw long hair hanging over her face. Her neck twitched. She turned and walked around the railing. Jen. When I made it down the steps, I saw her dark figure. It looked like her, standing in the center of the dirty room. I told you. Not to come to Lane Falls. I warned you. Who are you? I warned you. Who are you? It's me. Jennifer. That was not Jen. It looked like her, but her voice, her, her voice... What was wrong with her voice? I warned you. We warned you. I could barely see anything. I didn't move. Neither did Jen. Suddenly more flashes of the campsite, the barn, and snowing mountains. What was I seeing? My heart pounded. My head pounded. I closed my eyes, waiting for it to pass. You should not be here. You told me to come here. It is too late now. Too late? For you. What does that mean? The basement light flickered on. Moths were all over the room. I saw Jen now standing in the corner. She pointed to a cracked concrete block in the wall. What? Here. Could I trust her? I walked over to it. I pushed a dusty box to the side and looked at the block. I pushed it, but it didn't budge. I dug my fingernails into the side and eventually pried it apart. It crumbled. Inside the dark opening, newspaper clippings. Several of them, they were dusty and yellowed. What is this? Jen? But she was gone. I then noticed a binder stuck inside. I pried it out. Written on the binder? Names and dates. Some of them were hard to make out. 2004, someone with the last name Montgomery. 2007, April Law. 
2008, the name Stephen, last name started with a D. 2011, someone named Sunderland. The last name read Shane Powell, but I couldn't make out the date. What the fuck was I looking at? I opened the binder to find more newspaper clippings and tons of printouts of news reports. Oh no. Someone or something was upstairs. What is this? Jen? Jen! Please. But it was too late. When I turned around, I saw Sefton Trust walking slowly down the stairs. My heart sank. A shiver ran down my spine. He held up the axe and cocked his head. The dark, dull eyes staring into my soul. I froze. The binder slipped from my grasp. I still had the gun on me but I had no idea how many bullets. That's when more flashes entered my mind. The cabin, the barn, the woods, a ship, snowy mountains, an abandoned warehouse, a traffic-jammed highway, a garden. I couldn't think. I I closed my eyes and reopened them to see Sefton standing at the bottom of the staircase. I was trapped. I was trapped. The room shook and the walls began to melt, revealing something underneath. The number 13 all over. Help me. But the shadow man didn't appear. Jen said it was too late. Was this it? Was this the end? Sefton walked towards me. I took a step back, but my back was against the wall. No, please. He raised the axe and came at me quicker. Shit. Suddenly, the light bulb burst. My instinct took over and I ducked. Sparks flew as the head of the axe hit the concrete wall behind me. I jumped up and ran up the stairs. I ran through the hall. Oh, God. Several creatures were inside. They called towards me. I hit one in the chest. I ran for the front door. Another creature jumped down from the staircase. It fell back, writhing in pain. I jumped over it and ran outside. I ran down the middle of the flooded street. I could hear the creatures behind me. I didn't dare look back. I turned the corner on the intersection. Roland and Julia went this way. Had they made it out? No what? I had to get out. I reached another intersection. I didn't hesitate. I picked away. Right. I ran down the street. I saw the lights on at a near gas station. In fact, all the lights were on ahead of me. Was that the way out? I looked back but saw nothing, but I could hear them. My head throbbed harder. The sky was darker than it was an hour ago. How was that possible? It wasn't night. More flashes. I had no idea what was going on, but I continued to run. My vision became blurry. Suddenly, creatures appeared on the side of the road. I fired at them. 
instead of attacking, they ran. Every bit of movement I saw, I shot at. I reached the gas station and abruptly stopped. The tractor was sitting there, still running. Where was Roland? Where was Julia? No, please, tell me they're safe. Shit, were they inside? I ran to the door, but it was locked. I peered in through the glass. They're coming, they're coming! I banged on the glass to warn them. I had to warn them. They're coming. They're coming. I turned around to see the creatures closing in, but they weren't crawling. They were walking upright, hunched over. There were several of them. Drop the gun. What was that? Drop it. I heard a man's voice, but the creatures continued towards me. There were more. Drop it now! Where was that coming from? I took aim. I didn't fire. I didn't have a chance to. I looked down to see my chest bleeding. What happened? Blood ran down my body. The darkness around me began to fade. Oh, what was that sound? I slowly fell to my knees. There was an odd pain in my chest and legs. I fell onto my back. My gun tumbled out of my hand. I had been shot. But how? Suspect down. Move it. It hurt to breathe. I, I couldn't talk. The creatures walked over to me. I waited for them to attack, but they didn't. Instead, they stood over me, staring at me. Slowly, the darkness around me continued to fade. It continued to rain, but the dark... Black clouds turned to a light gray. The creatures began to melt away, and in their stead, uniformed officers. They each held a gun, pointed at me. He's still breathing. They, they shot me. Why did they shoot me? It was very hard to breathe now. The officers were talking, but I couldn't understand them anymore. The gray clouds turned white. Everything was getting brighter and brighter. The pain was disappearing. I felt nothing now. The officers 
disappeared from view. Now it was the Shadow Man, and only the Shadow Man standing there. He too disappeared though, leaving nothing but white. I felt tired. I, I needed sleep. I closed my eyes and felt transported. It was nice. Another flash, but this one was different. It was my room. Jen was there. She put her hand on my hand and smiled. I smiled too. Then the white faded and there was nothing but darkness. It was peaceful. Oh my god. Oh my god, oh my god. We have to go out there. No. What? No. Why not? Julie and I had been attacked near the gas station while trying to escape. Several creatures charged us and we had taken refuge in the gas station restroom. When the lights flickered back on, we had heard sirens outside. Then David shouting. Before we could get to him, it was too late. The officers had shot him. Now Julie and I were standing between aisles, peering out at the chaos. Four police cars with lights flashing. Several people were hiding in their cars. And suddenly, people appeared in the gas station, hiding in the aisles as well. Where did these people come from? Come on! We rushed out the back door, the way we had gotten in. The darkness was gone. There was nothing but a light rain now. Is he dead? I think so. We have to tell them what happened. No, we need to go. Go? What? Where? I have to leave. What? Julia, they won't believe us. We have to tell them. I heard more cars pulling up. Down the road, spectators began to flock out of their houses. (coughs) Julia, I can't stay here. (coughs) I can't. You need help. I held my side and leaned against the wall, trying to maintain my balance. I can't stay. But you're a cop. I can't explain it to you. I can't be seen. I have to go. Julia stood there, confused. You don't know for certain that he's dead. I put my hand on her shoulder. You're right. Find out for me. 
That's when I turned and ran. I felt bad leaving David there on the ground, but there was nothing I could do. I couldn't be seen. The captain would have my ass. I'd be in jail within the week. It was a mistake coming here. David was dead, and now... Now I was on the run. My head throbbed. My vision blurred. My side hurt. My feet ached. I took some back alleys to bypass Main Street. Everything was still completely flooded over here. I would have to hitchhike or take a bus out of Leyden, but there was no way I could go home. I had no idea what to do. That's when I reached Feller Street. It was the street Trust lived on. David had headed this way. What was he looking for? I clumsily made my way down the street. A couple of people were outside. I walked past them and over to Sefton's. That's when Frank Salas came out of his house across the street. Roland, is that you? Frank. You okay? You look like hell. I did. I was covered in mud and blood. Why is everyone outside? We heard gunshots. Next door neighbor says some kid went crazy and started shooting up the town. It was close. I looked over to Trust's house. This shit cannot be happening again, can it? I headed for the house. Hey! What are you doing? You're hurt. Do you want me to get some help? The front door was open. I ignored Frank and walked inside, cautiously. Hey! Hey! Hello? Hello? Oh, shit. In the hallway was a body. A curly-haired woman in her late 40s. She had been shot. Another body lay on the coffee table. It was an older man. David, what did you do? I quickly searched the house. David was definitely here. That's when I noticed a bit of blood on the far door in the hallway. Oh shit, you were in the basement? It looked like there was a scuffle. Boxes and random junk littered the floor. I walked around the room, looking for any clues. I had to hurry. The police would be in here any minute. That's when I noticed a hole in the concrete wall. Newspaper clippings, a stack of them. What is this, David? I skimmed them. The articles were that of murders, dating back years. Some clippings weren't from newspapers, but were actually printed out from different websites. Oh, shit. I grabbed them all and shoved them into my pockets. That's when I noticed the dirty binder I was standing on. Several names and dates were written on it. I grabbed it, flipped through to see more clippings and printouts. What was this? I ran back upstairs. Police cars were pulling up outside. I ran for the back door.
I ran outside and jumped the fence. I fell to the other side and stumbled my way into a small patch of woods. I had no idea where I would go, but I had to get out of here. I took a deep breath and stumbled forward and tried my hardest not to pass out. Wait, wait a second, wait a second. You know him? Yes. That's what I was trying to tell you. Shit. L- let her through. Sheriff! Get those people back! Sheriff! What is it? She, she says she knows him. She was just with him. Just now? Yes. Chase, get over here! Chase! Um, can I... Can I ask a question? What is it? Is... Is he dead? Yes, he is. Paralyzed. Written and edited by Robert M. Lamb. Starring Robert M. Lamb as David, Amy LeRae as Roland, Kaylin Boyd as Julia, Jack Austin as Joel and Charlie, Ashley York as Esther, Ashley Carsano as Beth, Brian Messick as Steve, and Brett Wilkins as Alan. Co-starring Hope Ennis, Jose Caraballo, Chris DeToli, Ryan Wiggs, Ariel Zadok, and Julia W.D. Harrison as Jen. Music provided by Eldritch Chichala of Nemesis Black at ReverbNation.com slash Nemesis Black, Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com, and Dylan Mixer at DMixMusic.com. If you enjoyed Paralyzed, don't forget to rate and review on iTunes. This has been a Seven Lamb production.